Hi, this is Ned Siegfried from Siegfried & Jensen. As proud sponsors of BeliefCast, we hope you are inspired by Todd's weekly podcasts, which contain so many courageous stories of recovery and personal growth. Remember, it's not what happened in the past that matters, it's what happens in the future. We invite you all to work hard and be optimistic about your future. Enjoy today's podcast. And we are back. This is Todd Sylvester with the Todd Inspires Belief Cast. Thank you for tuning in. And as always, thanks for believing in me and all the support. It means the world to me. I'd like to thank our sponsors, uh, Siegfried and Jensen, Wasatch Recovery, Thread Wallets, and the beautiful music you're hearing before and after these episodes is by my good friend, Paul Cardall. He's an award-winning pianist and uh, just an amazing human being. So thank you, Paul, for allowing me to use your amazing music and uh, today we're joined by Linda Sorensen. Linda, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And for those who probably don't know, I've had your beautiful daughter, Savvy, on and her husband, Kaz. And yes. Just two great people. They right? are such an amazing couple. Are they're, they really? They're like they a are. power couple if, they you would, are. if there ever was one, right? right? <laughs> <laughs> they're so fun. And Savvy is, is my oldest. Yeah. She is a comp- just an absolute angel. Yeah. Like she, we, we grew up together. I, I, I always tease and yeah. say that she kind of raised me because <laughs> yeah. she's my oldest, but, but yeah, yeah. she's a good one. Yeah, yeah. She's a good one, man. And I can't wait. She, she told me a long time ago, you got to get my mom on. She's got a, <laughs> she's got an amazing story and she's been through some things and I'm like, yeah, absolutely. I'd love to have her going. Yeah. So a little background, I won't go into all the details, but obviously you're, you're a wife, you're a mom, you're a Jesus follower. You're an adoptee, you're a pianist as well, vocalist, lake pal enthusiast, dog mom, gardener, yep. chicken farmer. I, wow. This is a new thing for yeah. me. It's not something I would have ever like yeah. anticipated. I <laughs> I grew up in, you know, the Salt Lake Valley area and my husband's a small town farm boy. Yeah. And so we live in a small town in central Utah and have property. And the last couple of years, that's, that's something I've added to my resume. Yeah. This crazy chicken thing. Yeah. Well, a lot of people are starting to do that now, I guess. Yeah. So that's the thing I have to look into that, but, uh, yeah. well, why don't we just start, you know, let's start where you grew up and a little bit about your family. Sure. Sure. Um, I grew up in the Salt Lake Valley. Like I said, um, I was adopted at birth I also have another a brother that's adopted okay. that was adopted also he's older than I am okay and um, just I grew up a busy involved child with mm-hmm. you know I was always busy with a lot of different activities learning a lot of different things but I also kind of grew up in a difficult kind of a more difficult dynamic family dynamic situation and yeah. and through growing up I think um, I I kind of struggled a lot with um, just self-worth and, Mm -hmm. um, feelings of inadequacy or, um, just kind of really with dealing with a lot of feelings I did not understand. Right. Like I really didn't understand a lot of the times why I didn't, why I was feeling the way I was feeling or why I felt I went through some hard depression times. Mm. Um, that was mostly after, you know, after I was married and uh, okay. more as, more as an adult, but I found myself struggling as a as a younger like teen with those feelings and not understanding where they came from, like really yeah. not being able to put my finger on where they came from or why I felt um, inadequate or unworthy yeah. or 
all of those feelings. And when I um, kind of got a little bit further into high school, um, our the, the, my family situation kind of imploded. And I ended up in kind of a foster care situation in high school for a couple of years. Okay. And it was actually, um, it was really a positive experience for me to kind of just be able to like really work through my feelings a little bit more yeah. and acknowledge some feelings that I was having and some struggles that I was having and really work through those things. Um, and I was, I was really lucky because I was still able to kind of resume my normal, I wasn't displaced in school and things like that. So I was kind of still wow. allow, able to do those things. But yeah. I, as I grew after I, you know, grew, I kind of had a faith crisis a little bit, struggled with that and um, kind of really found myself in kind of a lost situation. Yeah. So you were raised, you know, uh, by your adopted parents as right. to, uh, believing in God and things like right. that. Right. Okay. I was. I was yeah. raised in 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 a faithful home. But yeah. I also, it was, there was also a lot of like things, kind of struggles behind the scenes that probably were, you know, I mean, most of us have those struggles we all, we behind the them. scenes, yeah. right? Yes, we do. You know, <laughs> but um, yeah. I feel like as I kind of tried to process and work out why I was struggling and why I felt the way I did and why I was always feeling inadequate and always feeling mm -hmm. those feelings, I, I realized that a lot of that had to do with my just feelings, just accepting and acknowledging my feelings about being an adopted child. Yeah. And um, I don't think a lot of people understand that really. Yeah. I don't think, you know, we... We think it's the it's the it's the fix to the problem, right? right. We're gonna just have, we're gonna adopt this child, and it's all gonna everything's gonna be fine. It's great now. It's all the problems are fixed. Yeah. But there is still an element there of of things to work through and Absolutely. struggles and um, acceptance. And I think we're doing how better. old were you when you found out that you were adopted? So I was always it? kind of knew. Oh, did you? Okay. But it really wasn't something that we were really supposed to really talk about okay um it was it was something i always knew yeah i never remember like a day that i kind oh, of okay. was told i got you but i okay. i also knew that it really was not a good thing that i should talk about and and it kind that led to kind of feeling like well why is this like why is this not okay yeah, like, why what, can't we talk about yeah it? like yeah. what's wrong that we can't mm -hmm. discuss this or you know and then it kind of there was also a lot of things like where i I, I'm a really different, I have a really different personality style, um, from my family members. And that was sometimes very confusing. Like we, we were all, all of us, including my adoptive brother, very, very yeah. different. Yeah. And, and so that led to like, why are we so different? And <laughs> yeah. why, yeah. why don't, you know, why can't we, you know, see things the same or yeah. work together better or sure. things like that. And so I think as I grew up, it led to just really kind of, there was a lot of like self-sabotage thing, you know, yeah. decisions that were really mm -hmm. not healthy for, you know, a long time until I really started to examine why, like what was the why behind why, why did I feel inadequate? Why did I feel yeah. um, unworthy? And you know, I think as I started to realize, you know, kind of what was behind that and mm -hmm. work through that, it really, it did change everything in my life. First off to number one, realize like that, you know, I really was okay to take up space and was okay to, 
to be who I was and be myself. And a lot of those things, I think, weren't okay as a kid. So, you know, and weren't acknowledged. And so I felt like as I grew up and worked through the feelings of adoption and yeah. the struggles I had with that. Was that something you kind of just worked through on your own or did you have help? Or no, did... I I did. I had help. I, I started to go to therapy, started okay. to understand things better, yeah. um, started to do my own study, um, joined some support groups, groups and, and things yeah. like that, that all that really helped me to realize like, yeah. this is, you know, this is normal. Like yeah. th- you're not alone. And that was really like validating to feel like, yeah. you know, this is, this is something that you can work through and that, you know, there are people that understand. And so that was really good for me to, yeah. to really be able to finally like really talk about that yeah, and no. talk about how yeah. that felt for me. Um, as a young adult, I also, um, had the opportunity to, um, I got a phone call one day from someone who was, um, I don't, I, I don't, I kind of a coordinator between okay. families, birth families oh, and their children. Okay. So that, that was an opportunity I had at a, at a pretty young age. Really? And, and it was really, that was very eye opening. That whole experience was very eye opening and, um, a lot of answered a lot of questions but also, so they coordinated you to be able to mm-hmm. talk to, to your connect. Birth parents to connect, yeah, to connect oh, okay. with my biological family. When you first, members. when that first, you know, <laughs> had that opportunity, were you like going, okay, do I want to do this? Do should I? Or no, were you wrestling I, with that at all? I immediately wanted okay. that to yeah. have that interaction and wanted to have those um, questions answered. Yeah, um, and. At the same time, I think in some ways, you know, for a person who's who is kind of struggling with their self-worth and their sense of belonging in the mm-hmm. world, yeah. I think it kind of it may have even accentuated more that yeah. the, that I didn't really belong here. And I and I don't know if I really belong 100 percent here either. Yeah, it was kind of a weird walking between worlds and situations and yeah. not really 100 percent fitting either yeah, place right yeah, you know absolutely, and yeah. and under and like you know in my you know rational brain knowing like why I felt that way but still feeling somewhat uh, that struggle inside yeah. knowing that I didn't yeah. really fit in, yeah. in in both worlds and so I mean it was good it was healing in some ways to know and to also know that like I was thought of yeah I was important sure. to those people. And so that was really, it was healing in a lot of ways, but also it did bring up different emotions oh, and I can different imagine. feelings. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you, you talk about you were struggling with your self-worth and, and that's common for all of us. We all go through this on some level, but I think a lot of times people who have been adopted, that plays maybe adds a little bit more to it. Do you feel like that was a part of why you felt maybe somewhat less oh, than as you were younger. I absolutely feel that yeah. way. I think that no matter how much we know the reasons why mm-hmm. people choose adoption, yeah. as an adopted child, it's really hard not to feel like there might have been something wrong with you mm. or that yeah, you were sure. not loved enough, yeah. which we know isn't the case. It, But it's still, 
Um, something that I think a lot of adoptees feel without understanding that they feel it. Yeah. And, um, you know, as I kind of worked through a lot of those feelings, I did a lot of, um, looking through adoption material and reading and studying and working with a therapist that was a specialist in adoption and those issues. And I learned that that's something that is, is very normal to feel and that that's something that most adoptees go through at some point in their life. You know, they, they have those feelings and those struggles. And so for me, I think, um, it was really a a real journey of just like accepting, you know, what is and not allowing, you know, expectations to sabotage what the blessings I do have and the family I do have and the relationships I do have. Um, and so, you know, there has been a lot, a lot of healing and I think I still sometimes have reactions, um, and responses where I have to sit back and go, yeah, that was, that was pretty intense to be like, you know, really reacting to some sort of perceived rejection in such a, yeah, in an intense way. And so yeah. I'm still working through that even, you know, as I, you know, I'm a now an empty nester and yeah. <laughs> I have raised my own three children, yeah. but, but I do think that it's something that, you know, I, I wish we had a little bit more awareness of in general that right. this is something that, you know, it would be so great if we had that kind of go, we knew going in yeah. that there was going to be these feelings and these emotions. For and sure. Yeah. That would be nice. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think, yeah. I think we do better now. Yeah. I think adoptions are, are evolving and, yeah. and, you know, back in the day when I was adopted, it was just very, we didn't really talk about well, again, that. Yeah. You didn't talk about it. And there was zero information yep. given. Yeah. And so I think it was, I think it's, we're moving in a good direction to knowing that your story is yours to own and that yeah. adoptees have, you know, they're, they're really the only person in the beginning that don't have a voice, but now yeah. we're learning how to sure. allow them to have their story still. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I have a lot of my clients who have been adopted who struggle with that on some level. And, and, you know, one of the things I help them work through that, you know, I'm not good enough feeling it, or belief is that, Instead of maybe saying you're adopted, what if you started saying you're selected? Yeah. And right. and again, I'm not saying that resolves all the problems because I right. know they run deep with each person. But right. I've seen when people are like, you know what, man, I've never thought of it that way. And it's like, yeah, you were selected, man. That's pretty cool if you look at it that way. And right. it kind of changes their perception. What do you think right. of that? I, you know, I, I do feel like... I think the message is good to be like, oh, you were chosen, you were selected, mm-hmm. you you were really loved and wanted. And I think that that's great to some degree. But I think in some some ways in the back of some of our heads, we think, but I wasn't selected yeah. by that first, fa- gotcha. that first yeah. parent. For sure. And so I think that w- that's something that we kind of have to work through and struggle through a little bit. Yeah. Um, I, I, as I kind of have worked through that myself, um, I think I've found a lot of uh, my se- a sense of belonging in knowing that, you know, I have a higher, uh, there's a higher power. There's a creator that yeah. sees, sees me, knows me, understands me. And that has been a place of belonging for me Yeah, where 
you know, I can't always fix all the other families dynamics and situations. Right. Um, I can, you know, feel, feel safe, feel an emotional safety, feel a security yeah. in that relationship. Right. And that has been a game changer for me. Well, so um, thanks for sharing that. What, let's go back to this a little bit. You mentioned though, so you, you had to uh, do some foster care mm-hmm. um, when you were in high school. Mm-hmm. At that time, I mean, you mentioned, hey, you looked at it as, man, I grew from that, which is, I love that you mm-hmm. see it that way. Yeah, I do. At the time, though, um, is this when you started, because you mentioned you kind of lost your faith for a minute. I did. Was that the beginning of that? that or that was It kind of happened after high school. Okay. Um, and, and it was just, you know, there was, like I said, you know, lots of, second guessing and self-sabotage making decisions Mm -hmm. that I didn't understand why I was making and thinking, you know, I was struggling in, in relationships, not just family relationships, but in like dating relationships. And I was just really struggling to like find a place of safety that I felt safe in yeah, and a place where I, I, I just, I, I found myself pushing people away yeah. or struggling to make those lasting connections. Yeah. And I think that's kind of when I started to struggle, not understanding why things had happened the way they had happened. Yeah. And, okay. and just, you know, pushing that away because it was some, it was a very strong um, theme in my, you know, growth and development and and in my family and sometimes I think it it kind of might have been used a little bit as a weapon yeah and then and then I and then I in turn kind of pushed that away yeah (laughs) for a minute you know (laughs) which is understandable right just kind of pushed it away and walked away for a little bit and Mm -hmm. really wasn't helpful (laughs) it really wasn't helpful I totally understand but you know I I have so much of a better understanding um, of now what that relationship, you know, with a higher power or with your, you know, with a savior yeah. will do for you. What, and, ha- what helped you kind of get back to that? Was it just something, was it just gradually, you know, you're starting to realize this is really important to me? And I, I think it was my, I think it was being a mom. Oh, okay. I think it yeah. was wanting yeah. to provide something so much more of just I just wanted to provide everything for my kids I wanted Mm -hmm. them to always feel loved and safe and that there was a they had a purpose and that's when I really started to kind of look into look into myself a little bit more and work Mm -hmm. through the feelings of inadequacy and why I felt the way I did and why I made some of the decisions I did and why why would I react the way yeah. I did in, in cer- certain situations? And yeah. and um, I think a lot of those things I went through and those relationships were, were just, I mean, it was just trauma that I was working yeah. through and trying to go through. And, and now that, you know, being on the other side of it and, you know, really like the one thing that got me through was that sense of belonging, mm. you know, that I pushed Love away that. so much. The one thing that got me through is knowing that I belonged mm. and that I was heard and, and understood and listened to in, in my, you know, my faith journey. And, and then with my kids, you know, 
really allowing them to each have their own story and their own um and i'm gonna pause here uh, your kids are amazing yeah like they really are and (laughs) and i just want to say man you've done a fantastic job of i mean you know, I'm I'm speaking specifically right now of Savvy because I know her the best, mm-hmm. obviously, out of all your kids. But mm-hmm. uh, just the confidence and just the the goodness that they have and, and that they exude. I mean, do you ever just sit back and go, man, those are my kids? Yeah, like- well, I do. <laughs> and sometimes I sit back and I wonder, like, how did they make it through? <laughs> and how, right. how did we, like, muddle yeah. through and come out on the other side all... <laughs> all okay and all achieving like our our own happiness and you know and they're hardworking. they're always trying to do something yeah were you like that when you were younger too I really was okay I think that was um (laughs) one thing that I really was was really different about me is that I was very I wanted to um achieve I wanted to Mm -hmm. be involved I wanted I really craved a connection but didn't know how to make it in positive ways. Yeah. And I, but I also just really found a lot of joy in, in people and in being able to be involved in, in all kinds of things. So with my kids going forward, even though, you know, I went through a lot of these struggles when Savvy was a young child. Yeah. And that's why I say sometimes I, I just wonder, and (laughs) I tell her all the time, like, I'm so sorry you had to be the one who, raised your mom you know because (laughs) and i think all of us parents feel that to some degree oh yeah because we don't know what we're doing and we're just figuring out as we're winging it as we go right there's not there's not a manual unfortunately but but with the with her especially like she really we really did grow up together and she taught me she's such a remarkable human she taught me about connection and about Mm -hmm. just like keeping you know, working towards that yeah. and f- about forgiveness. Yeah. About just unconditionally loving mm. and forgiving someone. Yeah. She really did teach me that in so many ways. She was the, like, the, the stability and the, like, the thing that catapulted me towards working through and, like, allowing that connection in my life. Yeah. And so for for me to sit back now and see those kids and see, you know, the things that they are achieving and the happiness that yeah. they have chosen yeah. for their lives is just it is. I I feel grateful. Yeah, I really do. Sure. I don't know exactly if I had anything to do with it, but I feel grateful <laughs> no, to de- have them. <laughs> you definitely did. Absolutely you did. You know, it just and it also proves to me time and time again hearing stories such as yourself the resilience in people, the resilience in kids that we can go through tough times and we can rise above it. And it really is for for our better good. Right. We may not realize it as we're going through it. <laughs> right. I hear you say all the time that life is happening for us, yes. not to us. And that's hard Yep. in the moment. It's, it's hard, so hard yeah. in the moment. Like yep. I think there were probably <laughs> times where if you had said that to me, I'd have been like... <laughs> That is not at all you're what I want to hear. You're lying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is not at all what I want to hear. Like that this is somehow going to be totally a good thing. But, right. you know, on the hindsight, you look back and I think you get to, you know, our age, I guess, and you start to see that um, 
you have that that what you have learned has been valuable in so many yeah. ways. I have yeah. I can't tell you how many um, situations I've just been amazed to be in. Yeah, that I can contribute to because of what I've gone through. Yeah, that I can be that I can understand in a different way, maybe Yeah. Um, with youth that I've worked with in different, all kinds of different capacities and work capacities and church capacities <clears throat> that I understand and see things in a different way yeah. because of my life experiences. Right. And that I also like, it's so much of it is temporary when we think it's so yeah. final you right. know, and permanent and, <laughs> You know, it it is nice on the other side to go, sure. oh, yeah, like that. I really am so grateful for those experiences yeah. and and that what I can use those towards good yeah. for Absolutely. those experiences, you know. Have you ever heard of the book, um, The Little Soul in the Sun by Neil Donald Walsh? I have not. You need to read that book. Okay. Everyone listening to this, it's a children's book, okay. actually. It is the most powerful book because it teaches us exactly why we go through what we go through and the reasons behind it. Right. The, all, I mean, even some of the most horrific things. And so anyone listening to this right now, I challenge you to get that yeah. book, The Little Soul in the Sun by Neil Donald Walsh. But oh, that, I'll definitely do that. Yeah, you will love it because sure. you would, you'll relate with it on so many levels. You'll be like, that's exactly it. Right. So anyway, yeah. going back to that. Yeah, and I know when I say that, life happens for you. People are like, you have no idea what I'm going through. Are yeah. you kidding me? And I, and I know it's tough to, for some people to hear that when they're going through something horrific. Yeah. I'm not when trying to... When you're in the trenches. And, and I don't say it to minimize <laughs> anyone's pain or anything like that. And so, but, any, but but like you said, you can start seeing it once you kind of move through it and you look back right. and go, wow. Right. You know? And, yeah. And I think that's the important thing is, is that you do, you do move through it. You yeah. keep pushing through it. You keep working. And that's, I think, with, with me personally... And, you know, all of the things like I, I'm still working through those, those family relationships. Yeah. I'm still working through my own feelings and my yeah. own reactions to things that, and yeah. I'm still learning and understanding those things. But, mm -hmm. you know, as we work, continue to just, you know, day by day, minute by minute, sometimes, yeah. um, breath by breath, <laughs> working through yeah. those feelings and, you know, knowing that on the other side. Yep. That we can look back and yeah. say, this is, there was good to this. For sure. Is, you know, if we can, if we can accept that in the moment that there will be good, good to it, maybe yeah. it'll give us some hope to, you know, keep making those efforts yeah. to move forward. Yeah. And yeah. But yeah, I have felt like, um, I have been really lucky and blessed in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. Um, especially with my kids and, and my yeah. number one focus has been, to be, to provide a lot of the things that, you know, maybe I felt like I was lacking mm -hmm. and, and I, it's been so wonderful to watch my yeah. kids and, and you know, they're not, they're not perfect by any means. We right. all, we're all struggling. Sure. They, yeah. they struggle. They have their own things. Yeah, that right. they're we working all do. <laughs> through. But it's been really, it's been yeah. gratifying to see that. So, um, what's the best thing about being a mom? Oh gosh. I know it's a loaded question. <laughs> well, um, I don't know. I think sometimes being a mom, you can feel kind of um, invisible. Mm. I remember I remember hearing something a while back about, um, it was a story about someone talking about how a cathedral was made. Mm. And that a lot of people that worked 
on building a cathedral. They nobody knows their name. Yeah. And nobody knows the years and sometimes hundreds of years. Yeah. It took to build a great right cathedral. Yeah. And I I can't even remember where I heard this story, but it was that that it that God saw all of the efforts to building that and and then they related that to being a mom and all of those little moments all of those little things all those struggles all those sleepless nights all of the teenage (laughs) trials and the things (laughs) we go through as a as a parent and the the things you know we're we're going through as we evolve as a parent too like that he sees that we're the cathedral we're building and that that's something that he values. Yeah. That, I mean, of course we value our children, but that, that, that contribution is so valuable to God too. Yeah. It's, um, well, and so seeing my kids and seeing them triumph and seeing them work through and seeing their, their goodness. Yeah. I mean, they are, they are, they're, you know, I think if we, sometimes we give, we have we have we struggle to give kids and like this new generation any credit. Yeah, <laughs> and right. we want to <laughs> we want to talk about all the other negative things, but I yeah. look at them and I I th- just think they're so remarkable. And yeah. to me, that's my favorite thing about being a mom yes. is yeah. watching the good things yeah. that they do, and you know, watching how they turn around and use, you know our struggles as a family to help others, you know, and to be kind and compassionate. I mean, you know, savvy, all my kids are that way very much. Um, I have a boy in the middle of two girls (laughs) and boy, has he been on a roller coaster with, (laughs) with his sisters. Yeah. He's he's outnumbered, but he's, he's (laughs) such a, they're, they're all so good and so kind and such like caring people. Yeah. And that has been, as a mom yeah I have three girls and a boy and yeah we I would always tell them hey man we're outnumbered here so let's let's do our best you know, <laughs> we'd always always laugh about that but but it was still also a, a blessing as well just you know mm-hmm. have you know having that many you know sisters in his life he it was, was a really good thing he was a really great um he was the comic relief <laughs> and he was he was the one who'd who'd in the big dramatic moments be like guys why, why are we doing this? Like yeah, right. he, he was always the one to just kind of always bring us down and uh, be like, okay guys, like let's take a breath. Let's it, breathe. It's here. not a big deal. <laughs> it's going to be okay. Like we, this is not a big deal. We, we're, we're good. Let's yeah. move on. <laughs> That's awesome. So he was good that way. He was, he was a great middle child to keep us all yeah. going. <laughs> so a question I have for you is what, what are some of the things you do like in a day that keeps you kind of centered you know, keeps you close to, you know, on, you know, with your faith and mm-hmm. do you have a, like a routine you try to follow or yeah. what does it look like for you? Well, I, I do, I listen to a lot of podcasts and I try to learn every day, Okay, but I also really, I'm a believer in how we talk to ourselves and mm. really like controlling those thoughts and mm-hmm. those emotional emotions that run away with us sometimes. Yeah. And learning how to, um, you know, reinforce positively myself and how I talk to myself and, you know, just meditating and thinking through, you know, what do I, you know, like 
if I'm, I have to tell myself what I want to become. I have to believe that. Yeah. I have to believe who I am and I have to continue. That's a continual process. So that's something that I do a lot every day is find ways, whether it's, you know, prayer, meditation, you know, learning, growing, reading podcasts, you know, giving my, you know, reinforcing to myself, you know, those mantras and those things that I want to become Mm. and what I believe about myself. Um, yeah. You know, if I tell myself that I can and that I'm and that I'm worth I'm worthy of, then I'm much more likely to be able to accomplish that in my day, just yeah. day by day. Um Love when that. just winning winning each day, win the day. You know, win the day. don't Love worry that. so much about yeah. you know, all of the little things. Just win the day. Just keep keep going. Focus yeah. on today. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah. So, you know, your kids, as we mentioned, are involved in a lot of things. They're, they're performers and they, they're out there putting themselves out mm-hmm. there and things like that. And they're so brave. They <laughs> are. They're brave. I, it's, again, they're amazing. Do, do you have anything like on the horizon for you? Like, are you like trying to yeah. do certain things in your life that you have plans or some goals with? Yeah. So I'm working towards um, some life coaching different things that I'm working towards with that. I also, um, you know, my husband and I, we own a business together. So we're working on goals with our business. Um, I, I really have felt a pull to give back as far as maybe fostering children. Mm. So that's something, you know, we're kind of looking at as well, but, but yeah, my number one goal really, um, is, is really to, to be that like super grandma, super mom, like yeah. be there for my kids. <laughs> yeah. I really, you know, one of my one of my really good friends is they have a ginormous family and it looks very different from both my husband or my family situations. Yeah. And something I'm really I tell my kids all the time is that I really want to focus on the things that last the longest. Mm. And the things that last the longest are our, our relationship with our family, our, yeah. you know, our, our kids, um, my husband and I were empty nesting. That's a focus now that yeah. we're learning how to, <laughs> right. how to like re-navigate that <laughs> totally, yeah. and how I want going forward to be, to keep my family together. And so a lot of the things I ask myself when I wake up every day is like, how can I support my kids? How can I strengthen our family? How can I yeah. help them? Um, And so a lot, those are a lot of the goals I have, um, really centered around, you know, really being and creating that family unit that is, that is there for each other. The longest relationships we have in our life are the relationships we have with our siblings. Right. Not even with our parents. Yeah. It's, it's between, you know, those, those that we're born with and that we pretty much are going to live the longest <laughs> with hopefully yeah. hopefully and that's that's something i've told my kids like really really foster those relationships be there for each other and i'm trying to provide those right. opportunities to keep my family strong and keep my family together and yeah. help them navigate adulting and that's amazing. all of the different yeah. stages of that they're they're going to come come soon i'm sure i'm not a grandma yet but yeah. you know We'll, we'll hopefully get there. Yeah. Sav. Eventually you, yeah. Cass. Yeah, no pressure. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no pressure they're at fine. All. They're, they're really, you know, 
living their dreams yeah. and, and that's good. Yeah, that's no, good. they're, they're, yeah, they're doing great. Yeah. Um, no, beautifully said. Thank you for sharing that. I think what's interesting is what you've been through in your life. Again, talking about life happens for you and then, you know, feeling like you didn't belong and then how belonging means so much to you. And then mm-hmm. when I ask you what means most to you, you're like, no, yeah, bu- making sure these relationships and focusing on those. Yeah. Again, it goes back to what you'd been through, right? Yeah. And then it's so well, cool to see you, that. Like, I know how important it is. Yeah. I know um, the things I struggled through because mm-hmm. of the lack of some of those, you know, str- yeah. strong relationships. And yeah. I, you know, like if I can you know, we talk about, you know, cycles and like, that's a cycle I want to break. Yeah. That's something I want to, to make, to be different going forward right? and provide a good example for my kids about, you know, how to work through struggles and how to work through, um, relationships and yeah. those things that are, that are going to happen. We're all going to have differences and, you know, and so that's, that's been a focus for me. Like yeah. if I can, if I can fix the things that I struggled being good at yeah. and if I can work towards those things in my life, maybe I can, you know, help to create a better and more healthy, yeah. you know, family situation for my kids. No, and that. that's what I'm working, working towards. And yeah, it does. It, it is strange that like, that the hardest <laughs> relationships for me. Yeah are really the most important relationships to me also. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think we can all relate with that one for sure. But that, no, that's beautiful. I think that's so important. And, and, uh, I think we all need that reminder from time to time. Like we need to keep focusing on what matters most. Right. It is. And what lasts the longest. I mean, there's so many distractions of, you know, and there are things, there are things like great things to achieve and great things I still want to achieve. Yeah. Um, but, that is my greatest achievement. Yeah. That's yeah. that will be my my greatest triumph because yeah. of the tr- struggles I've had will be to to be able to you know create something for my family. Yeah. And and you know create those relationships and strengthen them and the, you know seeing the um you know the long the long-term effects of the daily efforts that yeah. we make as a family. Yeah, I love that. So yeah, that's going to be, I think, yeah, a great success Amazing. for me. That will be very, I will feel successful. For sure. You know, if well, I you're doing do a great job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think you're, you're uh, doing good things and it's going to continue. I have no doubt. You know, I'm going to ask you a couple questions that again, they're, 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 they're kind of related, but a little bit different. So the first question is this, if there's someone listening to you right now, Linda, that is struggling, they're in a dark place, they don't feel like they belong, and they're not sure what to do, what would you tell that person? You've already shared some good things about that, but yeah. what would you tell that one person right now who's hearing your voice? Yeah, I've been there, and and that, I, that it's hard to comprehend the potential that we have in mm-hmm. those dark moments, Yeah, but there's, there's so much there for you there's there there's so much potential there's so much love at the on the other side of the struggles and um and that there's there's peace there's hope and that um finding that like finding that and Mm -hmm. you know being able to just trust that it's there 
just keep pushing for that and know that there's there's people behind you there's people mm-hmm. that pray for you there's people that love you um yeah. and you know a lot of times i think when we're in those situations we we have a hard time loving ourselves yeah. and then we have a hard time seeing love right. i know i had a hard time seeing love sure. and yeah. but if we look for it it's there it's there and so yeah look for that okay. look for the love look for the the hope and just win the day yeah beautifully said and i'm going to ask you a almost the same question, but a little differently, and it might be the same answer. What would you tell someone who's struggling, who's been adopted? I would tell them to, that it's okay, that it's okay to struggle and that, Mm -hmm. and that that's part of the journey and that you are okay. You, You know, you are worthy and you, your feelings are valid Mm -hmm. and that, learning about that's a journey of adoption right is is super healing and yeah. so i would tell them to 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 you know reach out to learn about yeah you know those feelings and those um things that you know they're struggling with to learn how to overcome those and to know that um it is a beautiful thing at the end of the day. Yeah. It's a beautiful journey and one that um, they'll, you know, be able to reach out and lift other people that are struggling with those same things. Right. If they can just, you know, work through that, some of that, some of those emotions and feelings. And I think that that was the most pivotal thing for me was just right. reaching out and trying to figure out why why I felt the way I did. And then um, just find a find a higher purpose, find a power yeah. that you, you know, can really re- resonate with that teaches you who you are. Mm. And, Love it. you know. Yeah, very well said. Yeah. 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 That's great advice. Thank you for sharing that, honestly. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm not sure if you want people reaching out to you or not, but if sure. they wanted to follow you and maybe sure. ask you a question. I'm just the most normalist of normal, yeah. you know, hey. chicken farming ladies. Yeah, she, <laughs> you want to know about chicken farming, no. let, um, ask Linda the I'm questions, right? I'm a newbie <laughs> on that front for sure. But <laughs> but yeah, if they wanted to maybe just someone ask you a question sure. or reach out to you, what would be the best way for them to do that? Find me on Instagram. Okay. I'm uh, at Linda Lou Who. 77 <laughs> so yeah that's my instagram yeah. and i'll put that in the show notes too so bet. they can click on it so. you bet yeah <laughs> it you know um i i do feel just like the the normal yeah. the normal you know everyday person with their own you know journey um yeah. but you know i do feel like we all have something to contribute right. and we can all you know be there for each other so yeah. i hope that that will come out yeah. of this if nothing else yeah. i hope that um someone somewhere will go oh man okay like yeah. maybe i understand myself a little bit better now or sure. maybe i'm not so alone you know yeah 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 well i can't thank you enough linda for being on my show well thanks for having it means me. the world to me thanks it, for having me absolutely no this was beautiful honestly. i love listening to your show oh, and i love thanks. just hearing how everybody um, is getting through 
yeah. their own personal, you know, struggles. And yeah. there's just, it's, to me, it really is just stories of like, just winning the, yeah. like all of these these yeah. amazing people accomplishing yeah. such great things <laughs> and know. and it's a good way to say like it. it's hard yeah. to feel like you know down in the dumps when you see all of these wonderful people that are accomplishing yeah. such great things through so much struggle yeah and you know really be being able to rise above yeah no so. thank you well that means a lot to me and it is amazing when i I get to sit with people like yourself and just sit there and go, wow, man, I learned so much. And it just makes me realize how amazing people are. Yeah. The, amazing. Yeah. People are good. People are so good. People are good. And if you're struggling, um, you're not bad. It just means you're human and you're normal and you need to oh, reach yeah. out. And we're here for you. Linda's here for you. Reach out to her. Um, if you uh, need anything from me, you always know I'm here for you. And I love you guys more than you know. And keep sharing these episodes. If you have someone who's been adopted, who's struggling, or you know a family member who has, you know, someone who's been adopted and you know they're struggling, send them a link to this episode. This is the perfect thing they need to hear. Like, absolutely. Yeah. This will help uh, make give them hope and feel like they yeah. belong and they're not alone. And they're not. Linda's right there yeah. rooting them on, For right? For sure. Yeah. Yeah, so. definitely. And I feel that in this room, too, that, that okay. I, you know, that, you know, Todd's here cheering all of us on. Absolutely. 100%. <laughs> well, there you go, folks. I told you today was going to be another amazing episode and it uh, lived up to it. So thank you for tuning in and listening. And again, Linda, thanks for being a, a bright light in this thanks. world that thanks we can all me. follow and love your kids. Oh yeah, they're the I best. I do. And I, Savvy and Kaz are awesome and I'm grateful for them and, and for their influence in my life as well. So yeah, all right. Thank you. Okay, everyone. Till next mm -hmm. time. Love you guys.